This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Exchange. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. Hey, welcome back to the show, Joel. It's a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. And welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, so if you are familiar with this channel, of course, this is the show where we take a topic, break it down for about an hour, and then that's it. Uh, it's sponsored by viewers like you. If you want to help out the show, use the Super Chats, ask a question, make a comment. We'll read it here on the show. Like Brian here, Brian Rollins, who says, Can't wait for the big twist of the Flash movie is that the entire DCEU was a fever dream of Michael Keaton. You guys always do a great <laughs> job. So do you, Brian. You're always uh, you're always there. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Um, and, of course, if you are a longtime fan of this channel, uh, you probably noticed that we skipped off the rack yesterday. Yesterday was Labor Day. Uh, normally, that means I have more time than usual, and so there's really no excuse for me not to do the show. I thought, ah, you know what, I'm going to take the day, and I used it, and I spent it with my family, and I had a nice day, and uh, it, was just, it was just overall very important to, to, to remember to grab those days and use them. Because, uh, you know, it, doing this is fun and I love doing it and, it and it supports me. But sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta grab those days. So, uh, we're, we're talking about the movies uh, because we can't go to any of them. And uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, DC has, like, so the impetus behind this is basically that, like, the DC fandom suggested a bunch of movies and confirmed what we kind of all sus like surmised which was that dc warner brothers is going kind of all in on the multiverse right which, which is they tech technically already did on television with the cw when they had the friggin crisis and ezra the choker miller got to hang out with grant gustin and everything which is hilarious because by that rationale that means the cw universe is the prime universe and everything else is actually a spin-off and derivative of that so wrap your brain around that everybody yeah yeah unless we haven't seen maybe this is like an adjacent prime universe and that they haven't even we haven't even seen the prime universe yet uh i i think that this is all just shorthand or or nerd speak for Warner Brothers executives going can we just go back to the days when we did whatever the hell we wanted to 100% without a doubt this they they're not doing a multiverse because they had a good idea to do a multiverse they're doing it because they're like fuck we backed ourselves into a corner and Joker made a lot of money and we got to change our Batmans and we don't know if our Superman's coming back fuck 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 multiverse right uh, is there a thing because that's the thing about Hollywood and it's like continuously digging myself out of ever working there is just constantly like begrudging them their bullshit but like mm -hmm. that's the thing about hollywood is every time they're like oh i'm sorry we gotta make one of these goddamn capes and tights movies go oh my god here we go and then they get all in on the capes and tights movies and then they're like oh i don't know what to do do you do any of your stupid comic books have any friggin explanations for this how about a crisis or a multiverse you have words for this bullshit? <laughs> yes, it happens a lot, actually. Can you get one of your friggin' nerds to say this out loud to these friggin' people so I don't have to do it? 
don't have to, don't have to dirty, event. I don't have to dirty myself with talking about your comic books. No, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to get underneath a glass table and have some Hollywood starlet shit on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Ah, Tinseltown, may its magic never end. <laughs> La La Land. Anyway, uh, so but yeah, so the the but if they're gonna go ahead and lean on the multiverse, why not? Uh, and yeah, it's funny not? because DC has kind of forced themselves into a corner where they have to kind of do the multiverse because Joker mm-hmm. made because Joker got Oscars and there are legions of Zack Snyder fans, but there are also a huge assortment of DC fans who just want to see their characters like on the screen, plus the CW, plus the cartoons, plus Doom Patrol. There's so much and there's so much divergence that they've been kind of forced to embrace the multiverse, whereas Marvel has kind of forced themselves through their cinematic interconnected universe into a corner where it's actually kind of risky to attempt a multiverse because they they might confuse people. If they were to introduce like an alternate reality, Tony Stark, a significant portion of MCU fans would go. So Tony Stark's back. And it's like, no, 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 that's a, that's a dark Tony Stark. Like it would be really problematic for them. So it's kind of funny how both studios have kind of through their own practices have kind of crammed themselves into an interesting and unenviable corner where they can't try anything but the thing that they that they are forced to do it's true and you know it's funny when you think about marvel for years it's like agents of shield is it in continuity or is it not in continuity well it is but it isn't but they're not like making reference to it and what about all these netflix shows well they are but now we can't do them anymore so they might as well be out of continuity because we stopped writing it like that once the writing was on the wall and we knew that we weren't going to have any connective tissue anyway but maybe when we do it again this time on our on on one of our many apps or one of our many other things this time it'll actually stick right well the the issue there was of course i think they thought that they because they were owned by one mega conglomerate that they had the ability to synergize and what they discovered was that entrenched management forced them into a situation where they're like no actually i'd rather i don't even i'm not even going to try and broker an agreement we're just going to treat each other like separate entities but lie to our public about it and so now that they have the app and feige's in charge of tv everything will be in the in continuity but dr strange in the multiverse of madness and the success of Into the Spider-Verse, despite it not being an MCU Marvel movie, uh, I think has given them an opportunity where they're like, okay, we're going to do the What If show, we're going to do the multiverse movie, and these will allow us to, within the, the rules of our own universe, try different things. As opposed to before when it's like, no, it's all connected. Nah, actually, it isn't. Nah, just don't say anything. <laughs> like, now oh, they yeah. can say... I was going to say, heck, even in that Spider-Man Far From Home movie, when Mysterio broached the concept of multiple arts, he's like, nah, but I was lying, though. But maybe I wasn't. But maybe not. I mean, I, I was so sure Far From Home was going to reveal. The twist was going to be a double twist, where it was going to be Quentin Beck's from the multiverse. Actually, he's a liar. Actually, he is. Uh, but we didn't get there. Unless Marvel has is playing 4D chess. And <laughs> that ending we saw, the reveal that Peter Parker Spider-Man, 
is from the multiverse and that didn't actually happen in our reality it's only it's only what could have happened yeah oh man oh man that might be a good fix anyway we're off topic but dc is in a great position because now they can literally do anything and they can also rely on the things they have done that they normally point to as successes. Warner Brothers has never gotten over Batman. The idea that Batman is a movie star character. He's a backpack. He's a lunchable. He's a danimal. He is an action figure. He's a movie character. And then maybe also, I guess they make comic books about him. But for the most part, Warner Brothers and Hollywood at large considers Batman to be a Jack Reacher, a Jack Ryan, a James Bond. Like he is not an adaptation of something. He is our thing, our character. You slap it on a script you already have. Exactly. And so they've always kind of like leaned on the success of Batman, the, the fan favoritism of Batman, their own hype about Batman. So they've never really been able to escape that kind of like mentality. And now that they're here in this place where the multiverse exists and the audience at large is okay with it, they don't have to try and make a new Batman. They don't have to try and uh, reinvent the wheel, so to speak, and and adapt something into a great work or, or rely on Chris Nolan or just hope that they get some young buck with a great vision who won't implode and then make something (laughs) great. They can go, no, fuck it. Michael Keaton's always down. Michael Keaton, he's Batman too, and we're going to make that, and we could probably make bank off of that. So it, 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 it allows Warner Brothers to kind of lean on their worst impulses and what they know best. You know what I mean? It also means, too, that we can put a Batman in any movie now. Yeah, we know this is a Flash movie with a troubled production history <laughs> and like a bunch of actors dropping in and out and, and an actor who did a bad thing that we will not be mentioning. But hey, if we put Michael Keaton in here and maybe Ben Affleck comes in one more time to say goodbye on his own terms instead of flaming out, you know, uh, unharmoniously, maybe maybe that'll get this one over the finish line. Finally, we can put a Batman in everything now. Damn right. Hell, you know, when they were working on, I think, Man of Steel, they offered Christopher, uh, Christian Bale like an untold truckload of money um, to reprise this role as Batman. Just go, no, no, you're Batman, but like in a different universe. They might get Chris Bale to come back for a shot. Or they'll just, uh, or more likely, it's way easier and cheaper to just reuse footage. Just grab a deleted scene or an alternate take and just put him in there. Because you could just do the Spider-Man Web of Shadows or whatever the hell video game it was where, uh, you know, there's the web of all the different realities and, you know, mm. like Flash is running through the Speed Force like a weird marionette puppet and you just see patchworks yeah. of mul- and so you can just see it all you could put the, the teen titans go to the movies scene in there you could put like christian bale in there you could put it all in there um but yeah they they because they are able to lean on it they can do anything and so since and- they're in a position where all right let's assume the best um we've already known the worst let's assume the best in terms of we're going to make this Flash movie. The Flash movie is going to firmly and kind of definitively establish 
ex- except for the fact that we already had Flash do that in a show. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna use a movie to do it. You know, the thing everybody likes. And we're going. Also, this Flash only got his name because Grant Gustin was already the Flash. Wrap your mind around that one. That also. was actually a really clever notion. It was something that I was Great. surprised they allowed. Where he was like, oh, you're, oh, that's your name? You know, I noticed that, like, literally in the movie I was in, no one called me anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but now, with the movie, they can firmly establish there is a multiverse, anything can happen. So, what we're going to do here today, this is the long way of preambling it, is to say what they're going to do, what, what are they going to do, what could they do, what do we want to see? And, yeah, and, yeah. and and I'm gonna I'm gonna try at the very least to, to put my ear to the ground to listen for what might actually be successful, not necessarily something that I've just I'm like, ooh, make this. Like make a freakazoid movie. You know, like these are things that I would like to see. This is more Great. things that I think actually would succeed or at the very least sell. Um because that's that's where that's where my mind is. But before we do, super chats, Scarlet Hottie says mutant rights. Uh, Scarlet, yes. I, I don't I don't think you're technically a mutant anymore, but uh, I do dig your jive, so I'm in. Uh, but thank you very much, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyberpunk, here's some love. DCEU is the dark multiverse. I love that. Thank you, Cyberpunk. Uh, Radical Radish, I love the... I I like the idea. Didn't mean to say love. Like. I like the idea of the multiverse because it allows the Warner Brothers to make whatever they want and not have to course correct with a large retcon if something fails. I think that that is... It's it's insurance. It's story insurance. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that allows them to prevent themselves from being in a position where they're like so the only way we got Ben Affleck to actually be Batman was to promise that he'd direct something mm-hmm. and then we didn't let him do that so obviously he left and so shit now we can just do anything and hire whoever we want like I I, I remember the buzz about Matt Reeves' The Batman and I was kind of like oh cool this will be the new direction for like Batman and hopefully the DC Cinematic Universe we can start calling it that because what the hell's extended anyway and Absolutely. and then I'm starting to hear no 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 Matt Reeves Batman is a three movie story that is self-contained in its own universe and Pattinson doesn't want to be Batman in other people's movies and I'm like I didn't read anything that said that I just heard <laughs> someone say that but okay you know what everything's upside down so I firmly believe that that could be a possibility and warner brothers is like Um, yeah the only way we got him was by promising him that we could do a thing that like people will enjoy but will be ultimately disappointed they won't see him team up with superman about and okay i guess we could do that too and it's like yeah that saves them that saves them any amount of having to save face agreed uh (laughs) hari krishman oh hari krishnan Gappa Kumar says, damn boy, look, Joe looking fresh. Hope this helps. It does indeed. Thank you very much. I am. Thank you. Yeah, we've been seek. We've we've been like very much not addressing the elephant in the room, which is uh, <laughs> which is Joel is wearing his Tony Stank uh, cosplay. I <laughs> probably just misses his old glasses. <laughs> but uh, I think this is a good look for Joel. This is the new era thank for you. Joel. If you if you're you know, you got the Cape Joel images. This is Cape. This is the new Cape Joel. All new, all different. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Lawson, Spider-Man 3, do Clone Saga. Have a scroll play Peter. Peter dyes hair blonde, put a collar contact lenses in, and feel, I'm Spider-Man Ben Riley. No. <laughs> but Patrick, I love you, buddy, but no, we're never going to... I don't want that to, so badly. 
Uh, Super Pooper. Omar Clowns. DC Executive. I'm tired of answering if it's in continuity or not. Super Pooper, you are so on the money. I think all of them are like that. I think all of them... Like, uh. I can imagine this scene in every studio office across Hollywood. When the fuck did it become Comic-Con? Every day of the week. Every day of the week, I gotta answer questions that these nerds are throwing at me, and they're getting likes that have more likes than my likes. <laughs> I don't know how to square the circle. Like, yeah. So I can imagine they're just like, anything that will get us back to normalcy, anything that'll get us back away from these nerds. Um, it's the ultimate if you ever see something you don't understand or doesn't make sense a wizard did it if something doesn't quite add up multiverse that's why yeah multiverse will be their new word like re like reboot became their new word and they used it for everything where they're like oh yeah no die hard's die hard five is a reboot uh, oh so like who's playing john mcclain bruce willis why because a reboot means you're starting over again. No, 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 no. It's like a reboot. Like, it's a refresh. It's a reimagining. You just said four different things that I'll say, that'll start with R. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, um, um, humana, humana, humana. What's over there? Yeah. At least come up with your terminology and release a little, like, cheat sheet. You know what I mean? That all the Hollywood executives have to keep on their desks. Write it on your arm. Yeah. What's a reboot? What's a refresh? What's a reimagining? What's a C-boot? Uh, Luke S681. I'm, I'd really love to see a Batman universe style movie showing that Batman isn't as grounded or realistic as the Nolan movies made everyone think he is. That'd be cool. Uh, Patrick I mean, Lawson. Oh, good. I was going to say, heck, if, you know, Keaton uh, coming back and Affleck getting one more go around, if people really like that, don't be shocked if they start work on an Into the Bataverse. Hey, can we get all the Batman actors back <laughs> I am for one more ride, for one more go? I am shocked we haven't gotten into the Bataverse or whatever and word you'd use. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked there isn't anything in development. I would be surprised if there wasn't. <laughs> It's like a slam dunk. Even if it was just animated, it's like, look, maybe we can't get them all on set, but get all the actors to come in, lay down some lines, you know? Yeah, right? Like, well, especially if they go, well, can we just animate it? We we have an animation Whoa. studio. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, Patrick Lawson, courts say police can use violence against press. If that's new, I, I'm sorry. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a little dark for today's show, but thank you very much. Uh, but but I don't doubt it either. <laughs> right, exactly. Like which courts, who, when, about what? I'm not really asking. It's rhetorical. But thank you for bringing <laughs> for for bringing the room down a little bit. Uh, William Hacking <laughs> says we're we're back to square one for Pym Particles and Speed Force fixing everything. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. The problem with Endgame, not to say that there are you know aren't multiples, but like the problem with Endgame is that they didn't put a ticking clock slash temporary fix on the time travel thing. You know, where it's like it, it self-destructs or it'll like give you cancer or something <laughs> like so know. that, you know, you can't just keep, okay, I've got two pim particle tubes left. My first one will go back in time to steal more pim particles from Hank Pym. There you go. <laughs> like that, that's literally, okay, how many wishes do I have for the magic lamp? Uh, the, my third wish is for a million more wishes. <laughs> Well, now uh, that you've said that, maybe that'll be something Ant-Man 3 will have to eventually deal with. Like, oh, crap, we left a massive door up here. Got to close that right away. <laughs> Actually, that could be, in typical MCU fashion, a hilarious joke where uh, where Scott just goes, why don't we just go back in time and stop it? And Hank goes, you can't always go back in time and fix your problems. 
Heck, even Flash was making fun of that, the show by the end, where it's like, but uh, hey, if you get in trouble, can't you just go back and tell, I'm not allowed to do it, like, once a season. I'm only allowed to do that once a season. Or, or Flash is like, yeah, if you'd like to be played by a different actor. <laughs> but dumb tish. <laughs> Uh, Tevia, what the f- with the multiverse? Uh, imagine we converge. Imagine a convergence movie. I could see a convergence animated movie. Yeah, that'd be that. Actually, w- that would do better than the comic. Yeah, that could be your into the bataverse. There, ooh, you could have a uh, modern Constantine played by the same guy in everything, talking to Keanu Reeves, uh, Constantine from that short-lived one. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're closer to getting a Constantine sequel with Keanu Reeves than like most sequels we want to see. <laughs> and if you say that, Matt Ryan is just gonna like put his head through a plate glass window. I've been in everything. Why oh no, I you don't, Keanu. That's one's this one's well, maybe I'll be John Wick then. How about that? Yeah, really. Would you like that if I just became John Wick out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sean D, just seeing if this works. If so, thanks, Dana. Uh, it does, Sean. Welcome to the fold. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it. Uh, what what multiverse movies do you want to see that you think makes sense for them to start working on now? I mean, apropos of what we just talked about, now I think the guy who's probably benefited most from this multiverse thing is actually Matt Ryan. He got to have a TV show, then he got to show up in Legends. Now he's Constantine and all the animated stuff give him a movie, or at least give him a walk on and something to be like, yeah, I'm John Constantine. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I honestly, I think like when he first started and I remember when the show was canceled and he was like, I want to just show up and other things. I remember being kind of like my internal, like barometer for that thing was saying it's never going to happen because studios are so afraid of turning off viewers and confusing people. I was like, no, it'll be too confusing. And they love to start fresh. They don't want to use other people's stuff, including uh, yeah. actors, but I was wrong, and I'm happy about that because I think Ryan does a nice job. And I think that Constantine is also one of those little characters, and I don't mean to say that people don't love him. He doesn't have a huge cult following. He doesn't have two books out currently, one canceled about him. Three, if you count Justly Dark, uh, where he's, he's niche enough where you could just get away with having Matt Ryan show up and, like, most people who see him in the next thing are going like, hey, this Matt Ryan guy is pretty good as Constantine, like not knowing that he's been in like six other things as the same character. I I can see it now, Black Adam's The Rock. I I need some insight into this magical artifact. I must go to England and find this John of Constantine. Right, exactly. And And then all of a sudden, like all these The Rock fans are like, hey, this Matt Ryan's pretty cool. Like, did you see him? Did you know Constantine exists? And it's like, I watched his show. Show? Which one? Yeah. Exactly. No, it's really cool. Like, good for him. Yeah. I would, I, I think it's time for another Constantine movie. It's one of those things where it's like, it's so inexpensive. <laughs> like, because Kinda. if you've ever picked up like an old Vertigo Constantine book, it's mostly just a dude in a trench coat doing some fucked up stuff. Like it's so true. Not, it's not a lot of like swirling CGI and angel wings. It's not all no, about not, the Flash. Yeah, he, he's not Doctor Strange, which is the thing I feel that a lot of people got wrong about him and why that new Fifty Two 
run of Constantine was so poorly received because it's like, no, he doesn't do this. He smokes <laughs> in, in dark alleys. He talks shit. And then, you know, he figures stuff out, which ironically is exactly what that new Tom Taylor Hellblazer book is. And I think like some people were bored with that where they're like, hey, he didn't do much. And so I'm like, no, this is what Vertigo Hellblazer is, everyone. This is the most accurate it's been in a decade. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to disagree with my co-host for a moment. Because no, Cy Spurrier's Constantine is Vertigo's Constantine. Idea is the Vertigo Constantine. It is is the true spiritual Vertigo Constantine. Cy Spurrier gets Constantine away. Tom Taylor could only dream of. Tom Taylor does a nice job. He does it. He does. He Tom Taylor's Constantine book is a very nice homage to Steve Dillon's and Garth Ennis's book. Name the bar after yeah, him, but it ain't the same thing. One is one's looking like it. You know what I mean? Like the uh, Taylor. Like I, I wish that Spurrier book was as big as <laughs> as the Black Label book that we are getting from Taylor. How many issues is that? Three. That's very short. I have no idea. And it's, it's weird three. because like I thought uh, Dead Earth was going to be three issues. It was four. I was like oh, four. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> But That's yeah, such a glowing recommendation. I'll have to pick that. See, I was afraid to read that Spirier one because I'm like, well, it's in the Vertigo. That's not Vertigo. It's going to be dead soon. And indeed, it was. Oh dead no, soon. no, it's canceled. I mean, it ends at I think issue eleven or I don't remember. Um, but it's yeah, it's great. And uh, sign the petition. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Constantine is a movie, and I think it could work. Like where you only have to spend. I don't know. And when I say only, I mean money I'll never see in my lifetime. You're like red money, like $50 million. If you really want to be sure and just hire Matt, he'll do it. Real. How much should they make dread for? I always keep that in my mind as like, you only need to spend this much. As I I recall, I think dread was like a little too much. I was like, I, I remember we've, we use, we use dread as our litmus test. Like how much did it cost? Dread was $45 million. So, which actually is a completely reasonable budget. Like, it made $41.5 million. So, in order for Dread to have made money, it needed to double its money. So, it needed to make $90 million. Uh, Constantine has a better shot, I think. Just because of his name brand cachet and the fact that it has dc's logo on it gee i hope but yeah i think it 45 million dollars a completely respectable budget for especially for a constantine movie especially for the kind of movie get matt reeves to do that one too Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, exactly. You got so many of these great directors now with backgrounds in horror and occult movies and everything. Too. Uh, Sandberg, that's another guy like who did Shazam. What if he went even darker and scarier and if they gave him a Constantine to work on? Totally. Yeah, no. But uh, I, I, I am so with you. I love the idea that like, and I love it. I love the idea that Matt, crap, what the hell's his name? The dude plays Constantine? Ryan. Matt Ryan. I'm like, Matt Reeves, Matt Ryan. Matt, um, Matt Ryan moving into the movie universe and just being that care and being and like and the thing about Constantine is that you could have it be the same character from all of them but he could in the movie not reference any of it 
Oh yeah, that's what's beautiful about the character. He kind of fits. He's like a white blood cell. You can put him anywhere. Yes, or at the very least, DC would love to do that. Uh, but I think that Constantine, yeah, like you could, if you're just a little worried about it, or if you're like, I don't want to deal with the with the with all that crap. I don't want to explain it. John doesn't do that. All. Don, John doesn't give context for himself. So it's very oh, much in keeping with this character for him to show up and be like, here's a thing I could barely care about that I need to deal with that I'm going to screw up anyway. They kind of already do it because John Constantine in Legends doesn't really reference anything from his show minus Astra, but that's part of his origin story. So they kind of need to do that and vice versa for, you know, when he showed up on Arrow, when he shows up in any of the cartoons, he doesn't reference anything because he doesn't have to. Right. Remember in the crisis when he met Lucifer and it was established, no, I know you like... (laughs) that was a hell of a thing that was that scene i was like oh this is what the show should have been (laughs) that reminded me too i'm like do i need to start watching lucifer now because that was another one of those shows where i'm like this is going to be canceled in no time what do you mean five seasons right although i hear that lucifer was not it wasn't the comic and it wasn't quite what it could have been that's what got me too yeah uh super luigiac says hi guys can't stay for the show we'll watch later shout out to joel as always (laughs) Um, thanks a lot man see you in the repeat Uh, Wolf Davis everyone clench your cheeks for Frank Miller's all-star Batman and Robin yeah I can't wait for that movie yeah directed by Frank Miller hey he's a director now he was a a director 10 years ago I haven't seen anything directed (laughs) by Frank in a long time Um, but you know yeah All, all CG backgrounds running on treadmills yeah it'd be great tell you what happened how about we just give him a camera, give him one of those red, super expensive cameras and just come out in the wild. There you go, Frank, go film us something. <laughs> we'll put it on something. We have an app kind of for a little bit. We're uh, starved for content. Yeah. Robert Core, where should Swamp Thing meet Constantine on TV? And yeah. that's so true that they missed that opportunity because that Swamp Thing show got canceled. But we see a clip of that Swamp Thing in Legends and the Legends showrunner is like, yeah, we'd love to do something with Swamp Thing, dot, 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 if they'd let us. But it's a multiverse now, so yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I you know, they want to make a Justice League dark movie. I think a Justice League dark show would have been the way to go. Isn't it going to be a show now? Because I heard it was going to be a movie. Isn't like that they had a bunch of stuff they were developing, like Green Lantern, that Gotham TV show, yep. and Justice League Dark for the app. So I think it is going to be a show, Sal. I think you're right. Oh, there you go. Well, there, there you have it. <laughs> you wished it into existence. Oh, no. What else? Uh, I, I also wish we did much better than we are. Um, but yeah, I think like, but that's the opportunity to, to throw in Swamp Thing and Constantine from the shows and not have to like, not have to explain to so many people like those are tv actors you can't put those in movies uh, like <laughs> you know swamp thing looks great for tv you know he doesn't look like a movie character um i think swamp thing looks awesome uh and i watched great. all however many episodes there were of that show uh it, and it was pretty well made um blue devil was in that show <laughs> you know i couldn't believe that so bizarre um such a weird uh, get they were like, let's put Blue Devil in the show. I'm like, he has nothing to do with this. 
if you're doing magic and you're doing shadow pack why not wasn't wasn't derek mears like the suit actor yeah for, uh swamp thing that's cool i like that guy i like to see him in work yeah yeah, yeah. madam xanadu was in the show anyway that's pretty uh, dope cyberpunk constantly should be a hard-boiled soft magic noir agreed boom that's it just make it atmospheric make it look bathed in shadow good cinematography subtle cg maybe sleight of hand magic instead of like you know the straight up like cg crap uh heroing 2.0 hey Sal and joel do you ever think we'll ever see a live action batman with whited out eyes thanks for constantly or yeah constantly great content um joel what do you like i i would like to see your approach because i think you know, it's 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 debatable whether we've gotten that or not already. I mean, I think the whole time I think that ship is sailed because they made like friggin' how many Batman movies now? I think if they were going to do it, they would have done it by now. You know, when we did our costume centric episode where we ran down all of the best Batman costumes throughout history, you had a clever idea to be like, hey, maybe she should have white out eyes as kind of like a secondary sight thing. Like, oh, I'm going info red or I'm going <laughs> detective you know, mode. <laughs> Yeah, basically, detective mode. I play the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and, and we kind of got it. They were blue, but in Dark Knight, when he uses them for the heads-up display for you know using the cell phone sonar, um, and I think that's the problem. I've seen it in Batman Dead End, the fan film from like a hundred years ago, where he fights predators Sorry. and aliens. He has contact lenses that white out his pupils, and yeah. in Dark Knight, we saw like the full mask, hidden eyes thing. Neither sells, like neither works. I think the closest we've ever gotten is Affleck's BVS armor suit. Yeah, yeah. It looks the best. It has the best silhouette and it has it has the image. And it, nobody asked. Nobody was like, um, bullshit. Why are they white? Doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. But no, I don't. I don't think so. And I think here's the here's the reason. Here's the real reason why you won't get movie totally whited out eyes actors and movie director people love to say you can see their eyes i don't know what it is but they seem to think that eyes are super important and expressive and they're the 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 windows the soul the most important thing if nothing else you can see the actor's eyes they're all about the eye thing for you to sever that one thing that every hollywood producer jerks off to i think (laughs) you're I, i i think you're asking for a bridge too far um but uh yeah, I mean, that's like the, that's my cynical anti-Hollywood consideration about why they don't do it. For the most part, I think it's also just like I think that if you look at, you know, like the costume tests for Nick Cage Superman or any of the costume tests for any superhero movie, like y- you should see the proto Green Goblin suit that actually form fitted around Defoe and allowed him to move his mouth and everything. And they were like, nah, it doesn't make any sense. Why would he be able to? How would he it'd take him two hours to put him on? It's like, who cares? It looks awesome. Um, they've done it. My point is they've already done it and they've determined it doesn't work. Now, like the Green Goblin suit, maybe it does work and they're just too pigheaded not to notice. But for me, I feel like they just, you know, I, I feel like they've tried it and they're like, it's either that it doesn't look good enough to justify all the other sacrifices we have to make to get it or it looks really dopey and we can't achieve yeah. it. Uh, and I, I, I've seen it in cosplay and I'm like, they don't, it doesn't quite work. It just doesn't translate. This is my point. 
Maybe it's one of those things that lives better on the page. Who knows? I think so. And I think that's also like, that's okay. They, you know, comic books are pretty terrific. <laughs> Uh, Joshua Vaughn. Big agree. Yeah. Joshua Vaughn, speaking of Swamp Thing, I figured I would drop in some green for you guys. Thank you very much, Joshua. I appreciate it. Hey. Uh, Jam Call X, imagine a Batman Night of the Monster Men survival horror movie, dark, quiet, on the edge with a hideous abomination stalking Gotham shadows. This is the ironic thing, is that because of the multiverse, you could have like four different Batman movies come out in, this, in a span of a couple oh, of years. Right. And Hollywood would do it. Oh, God, yeah. They've, hell, they did. How many animated movies did we get while we got like Nolan Batman movies? You know what I mean? We have right. we have Batman, we have we have the Brave and the Bold show, we have Batman meets the Ninja Turtles movie, Batman with Scooby Doo, and Batman, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in Justice League Dark context. Uh, we have a billion Batman doing a billion different things in the movies, which is ironic that they won't let Batman do adult things in the comic books. I think that's stupid but in any case Easy. uh but I, but i think we will be in a point where like at some point warner brothers is gonna go yeah yeah no there's like a teen titans-esque batman movie in the theaters there's like a adult oriented batman you know stalks the night you know crazy ass murderer triple rapist character movie <laughs> and there'll be like a, a, a justice league movie with a batman in it and people will be like right <laughs> Which at what point do you think that becomes a problem? And they're like, okay, well now we're cutting into our own bottom line. Is the thing we're cutting our own feet off or confusing people? Is is that the thing that finally breaks the superhero bubble at that point where it's like, oh, there's too much Batman everywhere now? I think that that is like the key to the breaking the bubbles across the board is too much Batman. Like too many Batman comic book titles make it so that it eats into the bottom line of DC's and everyone else's publishing line. Um, too many Batman movies would definitely eat into the superhero genre because it's like they could I could see a world where people are or where they make so many GD Batman movies that they're like, um, we're just going to start calling superhero movies Batman movies the way parents call <laughs> video games Nintendos. Nintendo. Uh... I could totally see that happening, um, but uh, I hope not. I I don't want them to get so greedy that they'll do that, but I, I know better. Multiverse is a Pandora's box once you've opened it and once anything is a go. Uh, another thing I'd kind of like to see because yeah. it's just combining two things I like. Uh, boy, that new James Gunn, the Suicide Squad movie looks really cool. You know, what, once they've done their own thing, it would be cool to see them maybe go up against another team of weirdos and outsiders. Wouldn't it be fun for the third Suicide Squad movie? Have it be the Suicide Squad meets the Doom Patrol and have the idea being, hey, we're the outcasts of the superhero community, much like you are the outcasts of the supervillain community. Don't we have a lot in common? <laughs> I would totally go see that. And I think there's a possibility we could. But I think you'd have to change it to Suicide Squad versus Doom Patrol. Of course, yeah, you gotta get the verses in there. That's gotta what get gets the seats, don't you know? Except it doesn't. Like, what's so frustrating is that, like, it should, and they've never done it properly. Like, it's Absolutely. all it, they always screw it up somehow. Like, they make it a V, so it looks like a legal case, or they make it terrible, like AVP, or they make it unwatchable, like Freddy versus Jason. Uh, it, you know, it's just, they screw it up. We're finally, we, you know, we were so close to getting that Kong versus Godzilla movie like this year. Oh. Thanks coronavirus. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that 
they still are like, no, but the versus thing is what we use. Um, yeah, Doom Patrol, I think based on how successful the show is critically and how mm-hmm. badly they want it, you know, like how quickly HBO was like, we'll take, we're taking that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, it's only a matter of time before Doom Patrol gets a movie. The only question is, will it be them? Yeah, that's the true. Well, I mean, they've referenced Justice League within the show. This cyborg was a member of the team, and much like his comic counterpart in the New 52 was unsure of his placement, and people are always asking him, hey, what's Superman like? Would it be more likely to see the Justice League on the Doom Patrol show before we saw the Doom Patrol in anything movie-related? No, 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 because they never step backwards. Like, Hollywood, you know, they consider TV to be kind of like a step back. They, although Gustin was in... Uh, Eric Miller was uh, in Gustin's show. That's true, and they needed that bump. But then again, you know, Flash troubled production and everything. So it's yeah. like, again, whose good faith are you riding on tour? I'm like, man, if you're doing that, if you're riding on Gustin's good faith, just, just let Gustin be the movie Flash. Right. Although I could see, because it's not so much, maybe Ezra Miller showing up in Gustin's Flash show wasn't so much Warner Brothers being like, no, we respect our movies and our TV shows equally as much as it actually was a strategic move by Miller, who at the time of them working on that show, they were still questioning whether they were going to even make that movie with him in it. And he was working with Morrison to do a flash script. What was up with that when uh, Ezra and Morrison were writing a thing together and then we don't hear about that anymore? I, I heard that's over. Like, I heard they were never going to use that script, um, but who knows? Uh, I will say that I think that that was like a power move by Miller to be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to firmly establish myself as movie Flash in this show, whereas if my sequel or my Flash movie were assured, I wouldn't touch that show. I want to make myself indispensable. You can't get rid of me, even if you would maybe want to get rid of me. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll see the loss of Amber Heard before we see the loss of Ezra Miller. Oh, oh, that's another thing. Hey, multiverse, uh, you're a different person now. Funny (laughs) how that happened in between films. Well, And what's funny is they do that anyway. I mean, look at the Nolan trilogy. We replaced Rachel Dawes because we were pissed, and it's like, Eh, you know what? Like, nobody really asked. Now, that being said, it was Katie Holmes, so, like, nobody complained. But, like, they didn't expect anybody to be confused, and now they can go, multiverse! You got multiverse, it happens. And then, of course, some nerd like me is going to go, like, does, does that mean that, like, Dark Knight isn't really a sequel to Batman Begins, that it's, like, a parallel Earth, and we're, we, we, we left the Batman Begins universe, and we're in, like, Batman Begins A universe overthinking it nerd and they're like what <laughs> i said multiverse end of story but uh yeah here's here's a pitch it's not a pitch so much as it is just like i expect this if um keaton likes being batman if, if keaton enjoys the money he gets for coming back for the like few minutes he'll be on screen in this movie uh in, in the flash movie I could very much see the thing everyone's been talking about, which is a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. And they go, eh, you know, it's so far in the future. We're not going to keep the Tim Burton gothic horror story, the gothic nature and visual design of the sh- of the movies, uh, except in the Batcave. Like the uh, Batcave will look like Tim Burton stuff, but like for the most part, it'll be Batman Beyond. It'll be like Akira inspired and crap, whatever. Uh, but I, I think... I- 
I think we are closer than ever before to getting a Batman Beyond movie. 100%. I would love everything about that. That would be super sick. Also, too, uh, do you think they'll use the multiverse to try and fix their Superman problem now? That is like, Cavill's in, but he's not. We're doing a sequel, but we're not. Uh, man, that uh, Tyler Hoechlin guy from uh, the CW universe, everybody really likes him, and he's getting a new show now and everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Or, or, or did they take this as an opportunity to be like, hey, we're bringing back, uh, what is it? Uh, Ralph? The other guy. Yeah, we're bringing back Ralph now because he looked really good in that costume as Older Kingdom comes Superman. So tell you what, Ralph, you get another king of the can. I, I would genuinely be okay with that. But the thing is, I like Cavill. I like Ralph too, but I liked both of them. Um, so I, I would love to see Ralph be Superman again. I would love to see Ralph be given a Superman movie that looked as good as the one he was in, but had a script that I actually wanted to watch. And yet it's kind of over. Like not only is that ship sailed, that's the boring one now, as opposed to like, um, have you seen Superman three and four? Have you seen Superman one? I like Superman. (laughs) And that movie is like, it's super boring. (laughs) Sure can be. But uh, I mean, also, yeah. too, I guess the problem with Cavill quite similarly, too, it's like maybe Cavill should get a chance to because yeah. like obviously those scripts were not on his side at all. Maybe Cavill should get a chance to be Superman written and directed by someone who actually likes Superman and actually has a story to tell with him. Yeah, I, I would love to see someone who likes Superman make a Superman movie like you could tell that Singer likes Superman, but also like likes being a weirdo and added some really weirdo shit in there. Uh, notwithstanding all the other weirdo shit that he is and does. Um, but I, I I don't know. I feel like if Cavill is, because the thing is Ralph has said kind of numerous times, like I'm kind of done. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll come back for that movie. Cause like, I really got shortchanged. I was not only was, he gonna be Superman, but like you know, they told him like we're making Justice League, we're making a Batman movie, like you're gonna be in, you're gonna be our Superman from now on. We're gonna do this thing, and instead they were like, oh, never mind, get out, because so I, I think that he was like, I'm getting one more shot to be Superman and to be like and to do this, but I got it and I don't need to do it anymore. Like I got to do this thing and I'm, I'm done. Whereas Cavill's like, uh, I'm good. Like I'm ready to go. You know, they're not going to be making much more of these Witcher things. Like I'm, I'm happy to be Superman. Um, and I could totally see him just being like, no, 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 I'm down. And, and anyone would be happy to have him. Cause like, he's a, he's a good actor. He does a nice Superman and, and, uh, and, and he's a name, you know, Brandon Routh. Who the hell is that? You mean that TV actor? You know, he could have been a name. And also, Routh is done on Legends, too. They wrote him out in that last season, so he's not even the Adam anymore. I think he said he didn't want to do it anymore. Like, I think he was like, nah, I'm kind of done. Like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, especially after, I think he, I remember him saying something like, when I played Superman again, I was like, like, this was actually, like, really cathartic for me, and now I can, like, say goodbye and walk away from it all. And it's Had like... a good run. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad he got to do that. Um, I love Routh the Superman. That's my favorite on-screen Superman. But I appreciate the like enthusiasm for Cavill and Cavill's own enthusiasm. I don't want to I don't want to get one of those situations where it's like, you know, we get an actor who doesn't really want to do it, but it's just kind of goaded in for the money. Uh, Like, I'm happy that Hugo Weaving doesn't want to play Red Skull anymore. Like, if he doesn't want to play Red Skull, just get somebody else then. Just get somebody who wants to play the character. 
did, did. and he's pretty good. And you they did. Not tell the difference. Yeah, and they did, and it worked out fine. And like, and no one complained. You know, the audience didn't complain. Weaving didn't complain. The actor who's playing, who's doing a weaving impression, didn't complain. Everyone's fine with it. That's what I want. I want an actor who's like, who's great, who's receptive to criticism and like direction, who can embody the character, understands the character, and wants to be there. Isn't just doing it for the paycheck. And Cavill's one of those guys. Now, I'm sure the paycheck's nice. And I have no doubt he likes it. But uh, yeah, I'd take Cavill. But hell, you could do a Kingdom Come movie now. Yes, you actually realistically could now, couldn't you? Holy shit. And Routh would do it. And it would, sure make, would. it would make sense. A Kingdom Come movie starring Ralph would be cool because he'd be younger than the rest of the cast. <laughs> uh, but you know what they should really do to light a fire under their ass to get a new Superman movie up and going? Mm-hmm. Marvel comes and says, hey, Henry, we got this character called the Sentry for you. We think you'd be excellent for it. Yeah, you would be great as Bob. Come on. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, Marvel's already made some terrific Superman movies. They're called Captain America, but yeah, they, they are. They are to this generation what the Reeves movie were to a generation before it. More, I think more so like Superman is inspirational and he's powerful and he's like good and kind hearted. So, yeah, no, it's the same thing. But I, I maybe a little more relatable. I don't know. I just I he's like Cap is incorruptible. My only. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. My only issue with with on screen cap is that my cap would never quit. Right. My cap would never accept retirement. He earned it. Right. right. And narratively Absolutely. speaking, it works perfectly. That being said, cap don't quit. Cap doesn't look for the easy way out and goes back in time to you know finally get laid. I I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate. It. I I sympathize. <laughs> In but, fact, uh, you know, yeah. I'll even go a step further and say, you know, those Chris Evans, Captain America movies had more working against it in a modern era where it's like, oh, this guy wearing an American flag was embraced all over the world yeah. by different peoples from different walks of life. And if that is not a testament to writing, directing and just, you know, the star power of this dude, then what is? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They they did a <sighs> great writing. They They put it, they telegraphed it right on the screen. When uh, when Cap asked, you know, isn't it a little old fashioned? And uh, Coulson's like, we could use a little old fashioned. And it's like, that's it. That's all you need. Um, Delapa Fiemi says, I want the Batman movie to freaking use Grace and Robin at some point. Batgirl too, maybe. Then they could make spinoffs like Nightwing and Gotham Knights. I fully expect Robin to appear in one of those movies. If not, so they don't. Two of it's those like, movies. what's the point? Yeah, I. Well, for for me, I'm like, you don't need Robin in these movies. Like, w- w- uh, give me two great Batman movies in a row, please. Like, by the way, and I got it. I was Batman Begins, Dark Knight. I'm like, oh, you did it! <laughs> you made two Batman movies. I wanted to see that kind of get the character really well, and they didn't screw it up. And he just got to be Batman. The only thing about those movies is that half the time he's like, I don't want to be Batman. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not here for that. I don't, I don't want to watch the Hulk complain about not being the Hulk for the whole movie. Um, but yeah, I, I, the franchise potential alone would be enough. Like introduce Robin in your movie, in your, in your first movie, here's Robin next movie. He's kind of ha- He's kind of tired of being Robin third movie he quits and becomes Nightwing Nightwing movies. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Gonzalez, give 
us a Superman Kingdom Come movie with Brandon Ralph with that costume from Crisis. The suit was perfect. Also question Detective Film. See, the DC Universe app, if it had been a runaway success, and HBO Max's need for constant content could be a blessing for those of us who are hungry for modestly budgeted niche DC properties, right? Like yeah. with the DC multiverse, Gotham PD show. we're getting the Gotham PD show. And that is like, why did it take so long? I know Fox made that Gotham show. Shut up. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a true, like gritty, noirish in universe central show gotham central show that's what i'm looking for and uh i would love to see a question movie or show question lends himself to a show because it's a dude in a it's a dude in a trench coat you you don't have to (laughs) we don't have to spend 80 million dollars on a question movie (laughs) what's he gonna do literally take I'll tell you what he's gonna do. You take unused scripts from True Detective and just slap Vic Sage on. And go there. You go. We did it. Boom. No, I'm just saying. What's he gonna do? That's gonna cost eighty million dollars. You know, like oh, no, yeah. make no, a show and cast somebody like Jackie Earl Haley, who's happy to wear a mask or to not show his face. He's a great actor. He should show his face. He should have been Cletus Cassidy. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like uh, Vic Sage leads himself to a show. But the multiverse allows you to do that. Hell, you could do, like, if you did, like, an, an epic Justice League movie, you could have Vic Sage show up or be in the background. And it's not really that big of a deal. Um, Radical Radish, I'm worried Warner Brothers will try to make a character to contextualize the multiverse, like Axel Asher or Tempest Fugonaut. <laughs> I would not worry about that. Because the last thing Warner Brothers wants to do is explain any of it. Because once, oh, they, God, once yeah. they establish rules, then they got to abide by them or break them. See, that's where Marvel fell into trouble, you know, with their multi with their own multiverse of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Netflix and it not being the multiverse <laughs> until they do. I, I if there's ever going to be a time to address those Netflix shows, it will be in the Doctor Strange movie where Doctor Strange oh, yeah. is like, boom, big bap. See Daredevil in one of them like just there. It's over. The, it happened over there. Like, so the, if we want to do it again, yeah, we can do it again. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're going to put a character in there. Like, and, and you know what, Radical, I'll do you one better because I appreciate the Axel Asher and Tempest Fugonaut character references, but I think Wave Rider would be their character. Hey, there you go. But we don't need Wave Rider. Uh, Nico oh, Lachlan, just take it. Also, apparently on the set of uh, Christ Son of an Earth, Ezra Miller was high out of his mind and can barely get his lines out. Shocking no one. Um, yeah, I, I've heard that too, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it because I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't have a confirmation of that. Uh, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Oh. Uh, where do you think we're going to go with the Joker issue? Because as we mentioned before, <sighs> Joker made them a shit ton of money. It kind of had a sequel hook at the end, which mm-hmm. kind of got me. Are we going to get Joker two? Are we going to get like, oh, we want to get this version of the Joker to fight Robert Pattinson? We, we don't know how we're going to get there, but maybe we can with multiverse. The the the, the thing about it is I could see them going in any direction with it. The logical part of my brain says the Waynes die in Joker in the like mid to late eighties. So around the time when Robert Pattinson would have been around like six or seven or eight. So Robert Pattinson's Batman is born from the Joker movie. Right. 
Like, you could do that. Uh, I don't know if I want that. I don't, I don't really, either. I don't really care. You know, when it comes to the Joker movie, I don't care what they do with that movie. Because I saw it. It was well-constructed. And Joaquin Phoenix does a nice job. But for me, like, I don't see it as a franchise. And I don't think they do either, like the people who made that movie. Um, but because of the multiverse option, they could. You could just keep making Joker movies. Hell, the next one could be set today. And oh. there's a new Joker. Or there have been Jokers generation, generationally. and Or, or it's like a it's like a punchline origin where there's a, a person who's who's obsessed with the original Joker and what the, and, and do they know what they started and do they do they feel bad about it or something? You know what I mean? It's like or like like that. You remember that Brian Singer movie Apt Pupil where there's like some dipshit who is really obsessed with Nazis. And so he he uh, he, he, he he thinks there might be a Nazi living among them. And then he like forces this like former Nazi in hiding to like come out of his shell and become a Nazi again. Like I could see that like just literally apt pupil too, but it's Joker instead. Um, and that's From how you do York, those. Right. Hey, multiverse. What if there was three Jokers? What if we got a bunch of Joker actors back together and made a movie? I, uh, Jason Inman mentioned that like he fully expects there to be one. I don't think so. I think that that's, a, I think that's asking a lot. I think it's so dumb. And I think it's so, conf I think that's, that's confusing. Not necessarily because like people won't understand that like Jack Nicholson is the Joker, but like from another universe. But like, I think it's confusing because what the hell are you going to even make that movie about? Like, we'll rip off another movie like Joker did. We'll do Kings of Comedy and Taxi Driver. We'll just find another movie and rip it off. I mean, the the way you put three Jokers in your movie, make them the main bad guys, is to make them the villains of your Flashpoint movie. Yeah. You know? And then make it so that, like, uh, it's like Crisis on Two Earths, the animated movie, where three Jokers come together because one of them found out about the multiverse and meets the other two and then they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna unmake reality or they're gonna remake reality and then you can do emperor joker you know hey. like I, I don't know i i think three jokers is asking a lot but again like that just i just made a movie that's an adaptation of emperor joker and three jokers that stars the flash that actually allows you to point to all the Batman movies. And you could just show like Ralph being hanged upside down and being tortured and like Henry Cavill being poked with kryptonite spears until like, you know, the cows come home. Like you could do all kinds of shit with that. The, the options are limitless. Your phone is ringing off the hook right now. Sal, I would like to buy your pitch. I work for Warner brothers. Yeah. Just saved the company, son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three joke. We're gonna call it Flash Three Jokers or something. I don't know. Like, ugh, ugh. Um, Kane's <laughs> World says not to be that guy, but Ralph came out and said he was not happy to be written out of the Atom and felt there were more stories to tell with that character. Well, there you go. Really? I didn't hear that. I, did I, I assumed he left under his own power. Yeah, I I know that he. There's a lot of people leaving the CW. Yeah, I remember him saying that he was happy playing Superman and kind of like wrapping that up and like ending that chapter in his life. Um, but I don't keep up with like what happened with Legends of Tomorrow. So that's fair. Um, if I were Ralph, I would be disappointed to be written out of the Atom because what am I doing? They, they, they don't make they don't make Dylan dog movies every day. 
Oh God! Someone remember Dylan Dog? Holy shit! Speaking of super comic book adaptations, um, Saint Lucia: The Gotham Knight game could be a test for a movie. That is a movie just waiting to happen. Batman's dead, and the Bat Family just shows up, and we've cast them already. We don't need to do all this crap uh, where we where we cast young actors and then have to like have a Shazam two on our hands where Billy Batson would realistically not look like Zachary Levi anymore. <laughs> really? But yeah, Gotham Knight would be a great movie. I'd I just that movie, Gotham Knights, and it's just it's Batgirl, it's Jason, and uh, you know whatever. <laughs> That's like a slam dunk. I'm in. Right? Uh, Lewis Cox, could the other Marvel movies that aren't in the MCU be in the multiverse? Uh, be in its multiverse? Sa- thanks, Alan Joel. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's something they'll, they'll maybe reckon with at some point. Like, hey, what about all these other X-Men movies? And what about Venom and the Silk TV show that they're apparently also going to be developing now, but for Amazon? I, I think that if Marvel was going to reference other Marvel movies in their MC- in their multiverse they will not be allowed to use Spider-Man stuff because I think Sony is absolutely thinking about a Spider-Verse movie where they're going to reference like Garfield and Maguire. So they'd have to reference the other Marvel movies like Ang Lee's Hulk and the (laughs) X-Men franchise and the Fan4Stick movie and the other Fantastic Four movies and like J.D. Salinger's son playing Captain America. Like, I, I think. I was going to say, when are we going to get that? The yeah, Captain when are we going to get the fake ears Captain stars. America movie? I don't think they're going to do that. Like, I think that it's more oh, like God. we'll reference the shows, if anything, and we'll probably reference the movies if Ryan Reynolds references them himself when he when, when we do Deadpool. There you go. The, he gets a pass. Deadpool can reference everything because Deadpool, that's his power. He breaks the fourth wall. Exactly. But I don't think so. I don't think we're going to get like Angley's Hulk and like Wolverine. I don't think they're going to get Hugh Jackman footage and put that into like a, you know, a a vision or something. Um, Any other like because of the DC multiverse, like it opens up the possibility of making all kinds of stuff. I referenced uh, Michael Keaton playing old Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond movie, which is like a new franchise, but also pays homage to an original franchise. But there's so much more. The multiverse opens up possibilities of, of course, using original character, original actors in new things. For example, Henry Cavill as Superman, getting away from the Zack Snyder Superman or not. And Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. What are they going to do with Wonder Woman? What are they going to do with Aquaman? Those two movies are franchises in their own right, have firm establishment from a previous universe that probably won't exist. When Flash goes into the multiverse and makes a Flashpoint... Why is Ben Affleck recast, but Gal Gadot is not? Because money, but what's our real reason (laughs) why? Yeah, how do they square that circle? Will they? I don't think they will. I just think they'll be like, it'll be that scene in Iron Man when they recast him with Don Cheadle, and they're like, look, this is me now. Get over it. Right, right. Yeah, they might They might have somebody like Wonder Woman go like, Bruce, I thought you were taller. You know, like something like that, but... I don't know. Right. Right. I love what you've done with your hair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's it. I mean, like, genuinely, the thing is, we don't even know who Batman is in this new universe because we don't even know True. firmly whether, like, Battinson is going to be the multiverse Batman, is going to be the Just League Batman. 
We don't know. And if he isn't, in the damn air. holy shit. Like, uh, you know, because I know that we got Affleck for like the Flash movie, but did we get him back for another movie? Did we get him? He's he's already old. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I hate the age. We also got the Cavill costume at the end of the Shazam movie, but we didn't see his face. So it could easily be another actor in the same costume. Right. And, and it wasn't like it wasn't apparently because they wanted to do that. It was because Cavill wasn't available in that scene. Like he just wasn't available to be there right then and there. And it was like, so you would have used Cavill. So Shazam is in the DCEU. Wh- what? <laughs> and Shazam is connected to Black Adam and Black Adam is apparently going to be like a bit of a prequel story too and we're going to establish that the JSA existed but wait if the JSA existed then why in the Snyder Justice League movie did they act like this was the first time a team of this life had ever been brought together before <laughs> and not I- counting the ancient team before that battled dark side then but whatever right like what are they like the Avengers BC like what what about the the theory or the rumor that Superman was going to fight Black Adam. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Remember they were talking about that was going to be the big thing? The longest time, yeah. Which Superman will that be? Is that even on the table anymore? Probably not. <laughs> uh, no, probably not. Kenneth Dowling, hi, fellas. I hope you had a ba- you both had a great Labor Day off. Uh, I did Joel at a different day. I don't know, what what, what is it called again? Uh, I, I was joking before saying because of French can it's called La Labor Day. Ah, see, I'd call it Labor Day, D hyphen E-H. I like that. Labor Day. Labor Day. <laughs> uh, Sal missed you and Tiffany yesterday. Say hi to her for me. Will do, Kenneth. Thank you very much. By the way, I agree with you about Robin and Reeves' Batman trilogy. Put him in the third one. Peace. Yeah, I think he's going to be the second one. I think they won't be able to to hold it in. Like, I think they're just going to be like, okay, Robin, like we're going to get dark victory in two. I mean, it's one of the only things they haven't done so far. Yeah. And again, to bring it back to something I like sidekick worked in kick ass that they could have like a really cool kid sidekick. I don't know why. Are you afraid of the money you're going to leave on the <laughs> table? Kids do actually like something that they can see themselves with. So it's like, yeah, just make a really badass Robin. Yeah. I am shocked. They never made a hit girl movie. Yeah, yeah, for like, real. You had this rising starlet in in, in Moretz, and they didn't do it. Seems yeah, weird. Tested really high. Uh, Chris Williams make three Joker's animated and bring back three major Joker voice actors. That'd be cool. Hey, DiMaggio, Hamill. Who's our third one? Uh yeah, good question. Because I mean, they they had I th- I don't remember who played him in the Batman, but he was fun. Oh, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah, that would be the one because then you get a little bit of diversity. Like, hey, one of these guys is an African American actor who got to be Joker. Isn't well, that fun? Yeah, especially if you use that one because people go, "What? <laughs> I don't even remember that Joker. He's a crazy design." I'm crazy even by Joker standards. Yeah, exactly. But that'd be cool. He'd be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, GRK or Girk Perpectus. Says, I have an idea for guests, stunt people from CB movies. I think they're very underappreciated. Love both your channels. Thank uh, you very much. Oh, somebody's been watching Corridor Digital. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. But thank you very much. Um, Anthony Berga- Bergamini. I still don't get the fandom obsession with Zack Snyder. His Superman is such a downer. Let's see a new creative team. See, I'm not going to weigh in on that. I don't want to turn it into that kind of show. But I right. will dovetail off your comment by saying... The reason I think why they didn't do a hard change is because 
they were too far into Justice League, so they had to have ju- like Whedon just do whatever with an existing thing. And what they found out was there's a vocal amount of fans who are willing to give them money that like that vision what it always comes down to and as far as i'm concerned and i've mentioned this elsewhere and i won't go into great detail about it i don't think the obsession with Zack snyder's justice league movie was ever just about Zack snyder's justice league movie i think that's an umbrella for many other grievances and many other conspiracy theories that people <laughs> <have>. <laughs> this is this has very much become a conspiracy cast i think it's all connected you're like charlie day just like yeah be silver man where does the mail go where does it go <laughs> not only is there a pepe Sylvia, <laughs> but you you haven't come to work in like three days um lj brown now that agents of shield has ended it implied agents of Sword might sword sword uh agents of sword might be a disney plus show plus uh to ps tevia is the true joker <laughs> i'm sure tevia appreciates it um yeah agents of sword is a show i mean like pre forget agents of shield Spider-Man Far From Home showed us Agents of Sword. It really did, didn't it? It's just that Sword is run by Fury. <laughs> yeah, um, is the only difference. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, like, if if Disney Plus is like, listen, because they because Disney Plus did get Agents of Shield, they put it on this app. I'm sure it's very well trafficked. The show itself lasted over seven seasons. Like, I I can't yeah. believe it was that popular, but it was. Hell, I watched five of them. I think. Um, but if Disney Plus is like, we want to get some of that Agents of Shield money, make Sword. Oh, like it writes itself. It's just the same show, but in space. That's it. Real. Do and, it. And you took Shield to space for a couple seasons there. They sure did. That was very stressful. But like, yeah, I was shocked it didn't just become Sword. But then I'm like, oh right, Fox. They couldn't even reference Sword because Sword was a Fox property. Um, Rusky nine one one zero. Uh, Joker sequel. Sorry, I lost you. Uh, Joker sequel should be a different origin story for the same actors. His origin is multiple choice. No, that'd be neat. It'd be a neat approach. Uh, Lane, comical. Yeah. Lane Casper, Hamada re- re- confirmed Reeves as Batman is not in the DCEU uh, at one point of the panels at DC fandom. I don't know who Hamada is. Oh, that's the new head of Warner Brothers, I do believe. Ah. Uh, I don't believe that because yeah, I, I don't think they know. Is the Spider-Man Miles Morales game a sequel or a like, <laughs> like what is that game? Like two different representatives from the same goddamn studio said two different things. They'd have no idea. You know what Just I mean? know people would really like this and people want more Spider-Man, so why not? Right, well, like, they didn't, like, they they said the wrong thing. Yes, he did confirm it's not in the DCEU. But then again, the DCEU is the Zack Snyder universe, which I don't think they're really continuing. So, like, what does that mean? Also, even if he's not playing the Batman from the Burton movie, doesn't mean he's not playing an older Batman anyway, made to represent that character. Yeah, it, it's... We don't know, and it's very confusing. Um, but we also, and and the thing that's most confusing is that like you're constantly playing like 4D chess with these people because like you know that they don't even know the their own terminology. So, and what if the Batman makes a billion dollars? It very well could. It could because it looks great. 
Yeah, looks really enjoyable. I'm down for and it. And it looks not confusing. Oh, also that Batman also cleaned it up. Fights a guy. Cool. Done. I'm in. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, like seven. It's a lot like seven. I'm in. Are you kidding me? I've been asking for a Riddler seven Batman movie forever, forever. Heard you. Like when he punches people because he's punching the shit out of people. Good. Yes. Batman's a lunatic. Do it. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, so what um, is, are there any others that are like resting in the back of your mind where you're like, okay, multiverse, we have the opportunity. Do this, 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 and this. Do this. Give us this. I would love to do some more stuff with animation, especially for that Harley Quinn show, which they have not announced a new third season yet, which blows me away. A fact that they even joked about in fandom being like, eh, it's probably up to some fucking HBO executive there. Go bug them. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's over. Yeah. You think it's done? I think it's over. I think that, yeah, I think it's over. I mean, I, I talked to the man himself, the executive producer, and even he's like, dude, we don't fucking know. No, that's the thing. Like, yeah i mean it is it, it, i think that's part of it is produced by kaylee kuoko's own production company yes i do believe so it really is like if she wants to do it and she's not busy it'll happen more quickly than ever because she'll be like i want to do it and like okay but like just <laughs> more more animated crossover would be cool like i don't know maybe harley goes and visits a world from somewhere else in the dc animated universe and you know you bring that kind of foul mouth chaoticness to that realm that'd be cool and yeah young justice technically had a crossover with teen titans go when like beast boy got all messed up on drugs and he had like a vision where life became teen titans go so it'd be fun to see harley visit that universe too and just you know swear and hurt people i could see harley quinn season three just being the last the post credit scenes from deadpool 2 where harley quinn like gets a multiversal or like she gets the cosmic yeah. treadmill or something and she just bombs in on all the all the Warner's animated properties that they can use. That'd be fun. I could totally see that yeah. happening. You could do Looney Tunes. She could literally show up in Looney Tunes. Right? It would have to be the new HBO Max Looney Tunes show, though. Yeah, with Eric Bowser. Yeah. I watched a few seconds of that, and I was like, whew, good thing I don't pay for this. Anyway, uh, I feel like... The thing about the the future of the DC movie multiverse, and correct me if I'm wrong, and please feel free to jump in. Uh, but like, I feel like it's it's as confounding as it had been. But now, because it has a name, or at the very least, it has like a like a like a marching orders. It's like, well, no, we're calling it the multiverse, and it means we can do whatever we want, and we don't have to even worry about explaining ourselves. It means that anything can happen we could get a three jokers movie with jack nicholson we could get um the batman to be in a justice league and hang out with al gadot we could get a sequel to Zack snyder's justice league in the same time yeah for i think you hit the nail on the head it's the same as it ever was same as it ever was it's just now there's a name for it yes yes uh it, it, because we know that ultimately warners just wanted to at the end of the day they wanted to make movies that make them a lot of money and mm -hmm. warner brothers had a franchise that they understood that went in one direction it was called harry potter and they were like yeah. we get it and we can make a bunch of movies out of these goddamn books. So here we go. Car rides and merch. 
Right. And, and we can we can milk this thing into the ground. And then and that's why we got two of those friggin Fantastic Beasts movies. They're just both goddamn awful. They're just horrible. But they but they were like, but it's Harry, but that's that's Harry Potter. Like it makes money. If Rowling, if, if when they make, you know they're gonna make that horrible play into a bunch of movies. Oh, of course. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't look it up. Just be happy with the ending of Harry Potter. But like Harry Potter <laughs> makes sense, and it was a cash cow for them for a good long time. They were just like, we're good. Now they're like the only Coca-Cola sure thing brand we have is superheroes and we don't respect them or understand how they work. And the nature of their existence is complicated and frustrating for people like us. Yeah. What if we just make more Batman movies? <laughs> so Sounds like a plan. So it doesn't like for them, I don't think there really is a superhero plan. I think it's more just like they're hoping to get back to Harry Potter. And I think the plan is to make more superheroes. Right. Like just make more of that. So like, I think the Batman for them is like, that's yes, I know what that is. And people can ask like, is it in the universe? Like, and I can imagine a studio executive being like, no, because like, I don't want to think about it. But if Reeves is like, yeah, but if Reeves puts in a line that says like Superman, then it is. And it can be. Technically, Batman and Robin is in the multiverse because Batman knows Superman. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's literally referenced. Alone. So I feel like for them, the, Warner Brothers is not interested in a multiverse. They're not interested in developing a multiverse. It's more that they're like, where they're interested in getting back to basics where they can just oh, yeah. they can just strike on the anvil and fire up a new movie from the same franchise that can because Hollywood is gambling. I'm going oh, to totally. take, take a billion dollars and I'm going to bet it all on eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> on on. But instead of it being like a roulette table where it's like, put it all on red. It's put it all on this artist artist's vision with oh, 11,000 really? moving parts and hope it makes us double or nothing. Like that's it's, it's insane. And, uh, so for them, like they're they're always looking for sure things. They're always looking for like those things yeah. that like those consistent things they can bank on. Used to be actors. Franchises is kind of like the new Tom Cruise. Put him in a movie, you're gonna make a billion dollars. The Mummy scared 100%. the shit out of all of them. Yeah, we we don't care that Tom Cruise is in it, but put a cape on him and maybe we will care. What cape is he playing? Right. Like, well, we we know that. Well, Tom Cruise used to be. You put Tom Cruise in, it'll make it this much money. And then it got to the point where it was like, eh, now that's not true. And yet Marvel said, but if you put, like Joel said, if you put Tom Cruise in a suit of armor or something or put him, a, put a cape on him, it makes you, you get back to Tom Cruise money. Yeah. So like Warner Brothers and every studio is looking for that like algorithmic combination of factors where it's like, okay, established fan favorite actor plus superhero movie franchise equals this much money. And then it's like, okay, well then you've done that two or three times. And it's like, plus other one of those, like, or squared equals, <laughs> equals that money squared. Hopefully, you know, it's just a, it's just shared a nightmare. A billion dollars. Right. I two, No, a shared universe culmination. Ten, uh, one shared universe equals 
one billion dollars per movie for 10 years equals one culmination movie equals like six billion dollars <laughs> you know what i mean like oh, it's wow. it, 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 it's it, it's not an approvable numerical formula stop trying to chase it just make movies that people want to watch um but this multiverse is 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 fascinating um and totally. it, it it what it what it will do is it emboldens them to do whatever they want. So we could literally get we could get Batman Five. It's true. Like Batman Five with George Clooney, and they'll finally make Batman triumphant. They can make Batman triumphant. We'll get friggin' Jeff Goldblum as the Scarecrow. <laughs> Doing it, we'll get Madonna back to play a young Harley Quinn, Jack Napier's daughter. It's great. Hell yeah! There's your movie. I mean, like, why not at this point? It's so frustrating when you see things like they were going to make that Batman '89 universe comic book sequel, and DC was like, "No," yeah. and it's like, "Why? What's wrong with you?" So much fun. <laughs> yeah. Where is my Justice League Trinity comic that has Chris Reeve, Michael Keaton? And uh, and Linda Carter, so much fun. I don't know, but uh, anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And if you want to keep this conversation going, you go to Patreon.com/slash/ComicPop and listen to the rest of the show where Joel and I just keep talking about stuff. Uh, we'll see where it was. This wasn't necessarily about the multiverse as much as it was about movies and Hollywood. I I apologize for for going off the rails so many times, but we do want to thank our patrons for helping us and keeping us in the, you know, on track in some way, shape or form. We're very lucky to have all of you. I'm very lucky to have Joel as a co-host. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, of course, Joel. And we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode. Uh, Stay tuned next week for back issues. And if you want extra stuff, it's comic pop nonstop stuff. You can always go to twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch Tiffany, my co-host of the other show off the rack, play Avengers on uh, Twitch. Uh, She's probably going to do that later today. Uh, You should definitely check it out. So that's it. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us, everybody. So long. (laughs) 